Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Thursday, September 22nd. I'm Steve Baker. Can your boss test you for using marijuana when you're not at work? More on that later. First, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley today, sunny, high near 75. Tonight, low 53. Tomorrow, 81 and sunny, mid-80s for the weekend and into next week. Sacramento, today, sunny, high 82. Tonight, low 58. Friday, 86 and sunny. Truckee Tahoe today, sunny, high near 65. Tonight, low 30. Friday, 71 and sunny. And Placerville today, mainly sunny, high 77. Angels Camp, 81 and sunny skies today. California employers will soon be banned from screening workers for marijuana use in most circumstances. That's under a new law signed by Governor Gavin Newsom. Assembly Bill 2188 from Assemblyman Bill Quirk, a Democrat from Hayward, prohibits employers from discriminating in hiring, firing, or setting conditions of employment based on cannabis use off the job and away from the workplace. It specifically bars employers from testing hair, blood, urine, or other bodily fluids, though exceptions are made for employees in the building and construction trades or positions requiring a federal background investigation or clearance. The new law goes into effect January 1, 2024. Assemblyman Quirk saying, I applaud the governor for his commitment to redress the harms of cannabis prohibition. This reform is long overdue. AB 2188 was one of a package of cannabis-related bills signed by Newsom over the weekend. The governor also signed Senate Bill 1186 by State Senator Scott Weiner of San Francisco, which prevents local governments from banning medicinal cannabis delivery. Others include Senate Bill 1326 by Senator Anna Caballero of Merced to create a process for California to enter into agreements with other states to allow cannabis transactions with entities outside of the state. And Assembly Bill 1706 by Assemblywoman Mia Bonta of Oakland is intended to help Californians get old cannabis-related conviction records sealed. Newsom saying in a statement, for too many Californians, the promise of cannabis legalization remains out of reach. These measures build on the important strides our state has made toward this goal, but much work remains to build an equitable, safe, and sustainable legal cannabis industry. I look forward to partnering with the legislature and policymakers to fully realize cannabis legalization in communities across California. That from the Sacramento Bee, as is this story. Californians will be able in a few years to compost their bodies after death under a new law signed by Governor Gavin Newsom. The process, called natural organic reduction, involves placing a corpse in a steel vessel and covering it with materials such as wood chips, alfalfa, and straw until it decomposes. The remains are returned to family members or can be mixed into soil in a conservation area. Washington was the first state to allow people to choose human composting as an alternative to burial or cremation, followed by Colorado and Oregon. Under the new law, California officials must come up with regulations by 2027. Assemblywoman Christiana Garcia, a Bell Garden Democrat, co-introduced the proposal. She extols the new law's potential environmental benefits. 
The wildfires, extreme drought, and heat dome we just experienced remind us that climate change is real and detrimental, and we must do everything we can to reduce methane and CO2 emissions, Garcia says in a statement, adding that it took three years for the proposal to pass. Recompose, a funeral home in Seattle, offers the service for $7,000, according to its website. The company says it takes about six to eight weeks for a person's body to turn into soil. Newsom did not provide a comment with his approval of the measure, which was overwhelmingly passed by lawmakers last month. Locally, a crowd of about 50 people gathered in front of the Nevada County Narrow Gauge Railroad kiosk at the corner of Sacramento Street and Railroad Avenue in Nevada City. They were there for the unveiling and dedication of a historical plaque commemorating the hundreds of Chinese workers who helped build the Narrow Gauge Railroad. The kiosk sits on the site of the Nevada City Terminal of the Railroad. The plaque was sponsored by the Nevada City Narrow Gauge Railroad Museum. Speakers including John Christensen, the museum director, rail historian Andrew Brandon, Ty Smith, director of the California State Railroad Museum, and Dr. David Yee, a member of the California Commission on Asian and Pacific Islander American Affairs. Yee also presented a California state resolution honoring the Chinese rail workers that was sponsored by state senators Richard Pan and Brian Dolly, according to a news release. The plaque will be featured on the Historic Commission's interactive map of historical sites and in the next edition of its book, Exploring Nevada County, a guide to all the county's historical landmarks. And some of the rest of the news... The mega-conference Dreamforce will be returning to San Francisco at Moscone Center with more than 40,000 people expected to attend. That according to the San Francisco Chronicle. And school closures. The closure of schools within the Oakland Unified School District suggests a larger political shift within the city that once was at the forefront of black politics and culture. That according to the Washington Post. And... The city of Oakland spent $69 million over four years housing unsheltered people, but it has no idea if any of those nearly 9,000 people ever found permanent housing. That according to the SFist. Birthdays today include singer-dancer Tony Basil. She's 79. American graffiti actor Paul Amat is now 77. Actress Sherry Belafonte is 68. Singer Debbie Boone turns 66 singer Nick Cave, 65, and singer Joan Jett is now 64. And now let's go back to your Thursday morning show with your heck of a hipster host. That's right. The Blazin' Buzz Barnett. 